0: Welcome to the dinner table. My name, of course, is Aislinn Campbell. And with me is my awesome and amazing and so very handsome (laughs) co-host.
1: Who are you? (laughs) Oh, me. It's me, Joe Hilliard. Hello, Joe Hilliard. I would like everyone to stop. We're going to take a break. And you're going to go and tell a friend about the podcast right now before we can continue.
0: Oh, that would be really nice of you. Thank you. Go ahead. Today was one of those days where we started trying to talk about dinner at like 8 a.m. And then by 4 p.m. this afternoon, we were still t- trying to talk about dinner.
1: I think we reinitiated the conversation. <laughs> right. Point. You asked me, what did you come up with?
0: Well, yeah, because you start trying to text me about, finally text me back about dinner when I'm already hands off. Like, no, my phone isn't what I'm doing anymore. Okay. So, what'd you come up with for dinner?
1: okay i got lettuce and spinach at the farmer's market the other day
0: yes i have beets cabbage
1: radish turnips i think i have any kind of meat you want in the freezer with the exception currently of like a sirloiny type of thing
0: well that gets me thinking is there anything in the fridge that's left over because it's so late in the afternoon no
1: i think the leftovers have been depleted
0: okay okay What about, what if we do a frittata, breakfast for dinner?
1: Now, that's on the short list of things we can do anytime we want. Uh Because, of course, we have eggs Uh with the the chickens in the backyard.
0: So, I have turnips. I said that. That'll go in there. You got the eggs. Mm -hmm. You got something breakfasty, meaty to put in there?
1: Uh, Anything you want. Like what? I've got bacon. I've got pan sausage. I might have chorizo. And I've got Italian pan sausage, too. Okay. I was saving that Italian pan sausage for meatballs.
0: Okay, and I kind of like it when you save the bacon for like bacon and eggs, fried, I've, fried I've, eggs and bacon. We're flush
1: on bacon. For putting all the cards on the table, we are flush on bacon. Well, I'll always eat bacon. I mean... Okay, so if I do a frittata, if we go in that direction just because it's kind of easy to do. I don't have potatoes, but you've got turnips. Yes. Are you cool with that substitution? Or do I can go to the store and get a potato?
0: No, totally. Okay,
1: I mean, That's I am too. Me.
0: We got the spinach that you said you got from the market. That'll
1: totally work. I think we should go pan sausage. It kind of just settles in easier in a frittata.
0: Okay, cheese. Do you have cheese? Oh yeah, we have some. We have some cannoli farm cheese.
1: Okay, perfect. Oh, good, good, so good. The good, farmers good, market's going to provide the ye- cheese. Ye-
0: I don't know what what is it again. One of them is like cilantro garlic. That I don't think that'll be good with it.
1: And the other one is that triple bell pepper.
0: Okay, so definitely do that one. Okay, yeah.
1: I've got some shallots from the farmers market,
0: and we have more peppers that oh, are from the market. From us and, and, yeah. us and okay,
1: all right. Frittata the way to go. Yep. No tomatoes. No mushrooms. Okay. That's what it is.
0: We need to make a salad to go with it. Okay. Because y'all, you're going to start hearing me nag him now. We need salads with every meal, especially during a salad season when there's like beautiful salads coming from the farmer's market. I mean, here's the thing, everyone. You only get locally grown salad in South Texas a few months out of the year. So you better eat a salad every single night during that time of year. Because that's when you're going to get the fresh salad. <laughs> I will make
1: some new ranch dressing. Ooh, I love your ranch. We'll oh my all. gosh, all right. you
0: know what? The crawfish boil that we had last weekend, my mom was talking about how the dip that she had made yeah. using her fresh local yogurt. Right. And then she also used the dill that she had dried that I had cut. I had cut a ton of dill right before the freeze for her to dehydrate. Mm-hmm. Now she's got jars of dill. <laughs> One of her friends... Stopped her and said, this has the best tasting dill flavor. Yeah. And she was like, my daughter grows that dill. It's just a <laughs> So kick ass dill, man. That was
1: fun. We should do that more often. The crawfish boil? No. Well, yes.
0: <laughs> what should we do more <laughs> often? I'm confused now.
1: Plan dinner oh. on the show.
0: Oh, I like that idea. With
1: the ingredients available.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Oh, unanswered questions. questions,
0: unanswered questions,
1: you okay, <laughs>
0: I enjoy it when this we is unanswered... get in the flow.
1: Okay, well flow with me into toilet paper, <laughs> flow with me into flow the restroom. Flow with room. you
0: down the imaginary toilet bowl. <laughs> okay,
1: I was talking about toilet paper always being on our Grocery app, you know, list thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: An unanswered question that I have come up with: There's a toilet paper thing at the farm we're about to move to.
0: You must have noticed the sign in the bathroom during the party. Every time but we I put w- on a party out at the farm, we have picture frames with writing in them that are placed up on the countertop in where the bathroom. The reason that we put those signs up there is because people that live in the city. Don't have any understanding about how septic systems work. Okay. You have to use like a one-ply. Mm. You, have to, you mm. actually have to use septic toilet paper. Hmm. Toilet paper for the septic system.
1: And this is a one-ply situation?
0: Here's the deal. You can complain about the one-ply. But when you're out in the septic system, digging out a ball of everything, including this triple ply toilet paper that people put down the toilet, right. you won't complain about one ply toilet paper. So anymore. septic
1: system toilet paper is one ply because it needs, I guess, break down more quickly.
0: Yeah. You're going so to as have as this, to have this like uh, in-depth conversation no. with my dad to really understand why and where and how. All I know is that all my life as a girl- I was clearly told over and over and over again what I could and couldn't put in the toilet. And about once a year, my dad would be really freaking irritated at me and he would be out digging out a giant ball of girl things that accidentally got put down the toilet. But now out at the farm, when you have events, you have people coming out that don't have experience with that. Right. Sometimes some folks that live in certain types of property septic, they actually have even stricter rules than that. Don't flush it unless it's brown, you know, kind of situation because the septic system doesn't flow well enough. And kind of depending on where they're located, like if they're out in the middle of the desert in West Texas, mm-hmm. for sure they're dealing with different kinds of septic systems out there. So it just kind of depends I on think, like I what parts I've, of the country you grew up in, whether this is something you have any real like. I can have teed with.
1: myself up for an unanswered question next week.
0: Well... The other thing I think about is, like, I've never been a real city dweller. Like, the idea of living in a very urban city in an apartment, I have no experience with that. So there are What'd things... What did you do in college? I'm talking about, like... Like, high-rise. Yeah, I'm okay. talking about, like, in the middle of New York City or Houston okay. proper right. and, like, living in a high-rise... Right. Where you have someone that takes your dog downstairs to the bathroom, and you have people that deliver your groceries upstairs. Like, I know there's things that I don't know about living that lifestyle. I'm with you. That people don't know about living the rural lifestyle. Right. Okay. You know, I'm
1: going to research septic toilet paper because that's a. Uh, the something.
0: one I grew up using was Scott. I was so used to that. It's kind of like how you use Colgate because that's the toothpaste your parents use. But I kind of carried on that Scott tradition basically until I met you. Right. And then it was funny because apparently I've
1: luxuriated your wedding experience. <laughs> right.
0: Well, apparently, whenever um, well, my ex-husband is... moved in with his new wife, okay. My kids get all excited because she introduced him.
1: Ah, she luxuriated him.
0: And it might not have even been that he didn't really have the experience with it. It was just that that's what we did. Got it. And so he hadn't shifted to something else. And the thing about one-ply toilet paper is, you better take more showers. It, we're kind of dirty in the country. It just is what it is.
1: to <laughs> leave it there for this week? I found out that the whole... In the street curb where Pennywise lived, You found out the
0: hole wasn't as clean as you thought it was.
1: (laughs) It's called a storm drain. Yes, of course. Okay, and then our Table Topics question last week was, what grade would you give yourself for environmental responsibility? And I said an A+. (laughs) I'd like to reveal now that the housekeeper walked in at that moment uh-huh. And we knew that we were not going to be able to continue recording.
0: So we were in a hurry. So
1: we just... Whoop, yeah. And I would love to have had a healthier, more robust conversation <laughs> on that topic. I
0: thought it ended up perfect. It, it, it was fine. It was fine.
1: <laughs> I'm not complaining. I'm just... I thought that if it sounded weird...
0: So you brought the question back to... No.
1: I Googled what's... this. 10 things to do to be more environmentally responsible. You know I'm going to rip this to shreds, right? And the <laughs> first response that came back with that sentence was from the national oceanographic association of america no okay okay and here they are okay reduce reuse and recycle cut down on what you throw away follow the three r's to conserve natural resources and landfill space we do that
0: do you know anybody that does it more than i do probably i'm i'm justifying my a plus here you, i got you <laughs> we each have, we have separate
1: agendas volunteer volunteer for cleanups in your community you can get involved in protecting your watershed too Totally. I led a whole volunteer movement for a decade. So far, we are two for two. Educate. When you further your own education, you can help others understand the importance and value of our natural resources. Check. Check for you. Gray area for me. I'm going to think about that.
0: No, you learn from me all the time. That's true.
1: Conserve (laughs) water. The less water you use, the less runoff and wastewater that eventually end up in the ocean.
0: Hmm. We may get a B here. Okay.
1: Will you commit Sometimes. with me to conserve more water?
0: The thing that would fix that in our house is that we actually have water that gets hot in a reasonable amount of time. Like a lot of the things that would make us When I, more I turn affi- on the hot
1: water to do the dishes, it takes a long time for the yes. hot water to get there.
0: So here's the, re- this is the reason why I said we might get a B in this particular case. I don't believe there's anybody in our house that is wasteful about water. However- That is
1: where water gets wasted.
0: If that was better, and it will be on the farm. <laughs> when we
1: first got together.
0: Shut up. You're not going to tell bad stories about me.
1: You lived on the farm. I did. And you had a massive tub, like a small swimming pool. Yes. And uh, I would. Okay,
0: that's where I waste water. You... I fill up the whole tub. Why are you so defensive? I take a full tub of bath I'm telling water. a loving anecdote. But here's the other side
1: of it. I'm, in, I'm, I'm telling an anecdote.
0: Water as the same person you that no showers was about to talk about. five days a week. Because I only, I do that only a couple times a week. Like I'm kind of a dirty person. So I'm very efficient.
1: <laughs> a, we've learned that already today. <laughs> and B, you took the hottest baths. It's true. And that hot water, I wasn't talking about conservation at all. And the hot water tank had to have been massive. Then when we moved in together here in town... It has shifted to a requirement that he the heat required me a for your of bath. Water. <laughs> the heat required. You sent me a meme. I did. Poking a little fun at yourself about a woman in a shower, but flames were coming out of the shower. And the woman was like, Oh, this is so pleasant. <laughs> and the caption was, You know someone like this, whatever. And I do. And it's you. I am curious. We are moving back to the same bathtub. Is that, oh, hold no on.
0: we're not it's
1: not the same bathtub the bathroom got remodeled but the same amount of hot water i think i'm carving hours into my evenings now not having to heat and bring you water of course there are so many fringe benefits to bringing you water in that situation <laughs> just uh, the view all right i'm gonna continue on the list now choose sustainable learn how to make smart seafood choices uh, dude, shut up that's, already that's not even that's like i win you know what? This is making me think that that would be a fantastic dinner table talk ethic. Because it is a way that we live that we haven't really identified.
0: Sustainability? Sustainability.
1: Mm. Shop wisely. Buy less plastic and bring a reusable shopping bag. The Having to buy that 24 pack of the small water bottles. Because that's all the water that was available yeah. in Corpus Christi to purchase. Yeah. Did not feel good.
0: Yeah. I have a freaking awesome Hydro Flask. And I use shopping bags pretty religiously although i don't go to the grocery store yeah, you're better not. about it now
1: uh, okay but now the,
0: also i need plastic bags you. for my vegetables so i've been asking you to help me have some from time right. to time argue all you want you gotta have some plastic bags to keep vegetables crisp
1: in your refrigerator that's just a part of the deal and if you found a product that does that for you let us know about it i'd like to know that
0: absolutely if you have a better solution to Mm -hmm. keeping vegetables crisp let the farmer know so she can keep your vegetables crisp aside from spraying it with water like a grocery store attendant because i'm not going to do that
1: and (laughs) we have purchased some more environmentally friendly bags for this purpose and have found them to be they don't do the purpose use long lasting light bulbs do we
0: do that you do that yes good plant a tree
1: Uh. (laughs) (laughs) don't send chemicals into our waterways
0: oh my god who does that
1: okay here's the last one bike more drive less
0: we could probably walk we could have walked more here where we lived yeah but we're not going to walk more from the farm
1: i'm always in the mood to self-reflect and especially on this topic because i am passionate about
0: it agreed
1: and i guess speaking of meal planning the crawfish boil that you mentioned happened
0: Yeah, a while back, before things started getting like all complicated with a freeze, I had said, we should do a crawfish bowl for dad's birthday. Mm -hmm. I said, but the deal with it is, I don't want dad to have to be in charge of the whole cooking experience. Well, I brought the idea back to you. Would you be willing to lead the cooking? Mm -hmm. And you were like, okay, well, let me just think about it a little while. And so then you came back and you said, okay, here's the deal. I'll feel comfortable if I can get a tutorial. Hmm. Okay.
1: Let's have a crawfish boil. But we were gonna invite a few people, and it's not just the family. Where okay, Joe didn't, didn't know what he was doing. Now it's like we're serving food to people. <laughs> right. Mister Dinner Table Talk. Yeah. is Going to make some <laughs> crawfish. Well, <laughs> f- I, I'm not going to do that without exactly. knowing what I'm doing. Exactly. So that's what happened. We talked a about few that a little ago. bit last week. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I learned what I was doing, and it's not that difficult.
0: Now we're talking back and forth. Sausage. Okay. Joe's gonna get sausage from the farmers market. My dad starts getting into it; he gets excited he can't about help it. help himself. And he's got his friends coming, like, yeah. he, and he's gonna show off his new pavilion. So he's excited; this is fun. Yeah. So he starts telling me, "Okay, I want to get a little more flavor in that crawfish than we so, did in
1: the practice run." Uh huh. Yeah. So
0: he's like, "I think I want to throw some onions in there and Good some call. garlic in there, Good call. and then he decides he wants to throw some orange citrus Good in there." Call. So now we're we're like dividing up the list. Yeah, we're all talking. Mom and I are like, okay, we're gonna do a snack board and we're gonna put out the fermented stuff and a little bit of cheese. A little while later, my dad's like, I think we need some fresh vegetables on there too. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's gonna be carrots and radishes, Dad, cause that's what we have, you know? So you had gotten a few things from the farmer's market. So we laid out this beautiful charcuterie yeah. board with all, all, the, all the pickle the things. things that your mom and me. Right, exactly. And we gotta consider that not everybody's gonna eat crawfish. Right. So then there starts having this conversation of like, is there going to be enough food? I how idea. many people are coming? Right. You know, we have no idea. And we're in pandemic time. So you forget that everyone's like... Everyone's yes people... is a maybe. Exactly. And everyone's maybe is a no. Right. Exactly. So it wasn't even that many people.
1: What you do for a crawfish boil, if the crawfish is the entree, is you determine how many pounds of crawfish you need to order based upon how many people. And of those people that are there, how much crawfish do they eat? It's like right. a... Very sophisticated algorithm. Right. And we came up with... Let's get 90 pounds of crawfish. Now, yep. if you're ordering in that kind of quantity, you're going to get 30 pound sacks. hmm 30 pound sacks. Yeah. And... We had ordered 33 uh-huh. a couple of weeks before... Six people were there. was good. Gone. Right. So you kind of do the math. Then the conversation happened. What if people don't eat crawfish?
0: And then my brother, who is a fisherman, was like, I got all this fish that we need to eat. And my dad said, let's fry fish. So now we're adding fish fry to the crawfish boil. And then my mom made some amazing seafood gumbo. So now we've got seafood gumbo, a charcuterie board, sausage on the grill, crawfish with potatoes and corn. And a fish fry. And a fish fry.
1: I love that. That's how we roll. And even, even in if there's abundance. too much food, <laughs> we'll be okay.
0: We got plenty, and we're funny. The Jamesons. I love us. My parents actually had mentioned, and I had mentioned it too, that all four of us—me, my mom, my dad, my brother—are all tend to be very anxious people. <laughs> and in the midst of a event like that, we're all like at our the top of our like vibrational and we just get louder and louder and louder and listeners fans you already know me (laughs) you know what happens i get louder and louder yeah it's it's a fun time but this whole experience with like you getting involved in the cooking of it Mm -hmm. and this amazing new pavilion that my dad has built every single thing out there has been his design not all his construction he's had contractors and people to help him but all his design and direction yeah so he has made it fit the Jamesons. <laughs> like, windows come open so our sound can like disseminate and we're half of us are in the kitchen The sound cooking. that your
1: collective makes. He yes. knew needed a vent. <laughs> yeah. Smart man.
0: It's amazing.
1: And the other thing that I learned is that especially when things simmer down and we can move freely around one another in a very comfortable way. Yeah. We're going to do a crawfish boil for, I don't know, 20 people often. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's all leading toward entertaining.
0: We're gonna do farm to table events out there when it's appropriate. Yeah, right, I was gonna and say, and that's in gonna be around about twenty so, people. Yeah. You know, so uh, if we
1: do a crawfish boil for twenty, I had so much fun. Okay, so tell us how you did day. it. So if you're gonna take this on at your home, then that's often gonna look like a kit that you buy, like at a sporting goods store, maybe that is attached to a propane tank, the same propane tank that you'd use for your gas grill. And then a large boiling pot. But as I've mentioned, your dad has upgraded to a commercial boiler, so you can stick the whole 30 pounds in at once. And this looks like a 3 foot by 3 foot big cube. That same propane tank is the heating element. And then a handy-dandy ramp where the crawfish cooked can slide down into your ice chest, where you can close the lid, they stay hot, and then people come out and grab a bowl full and go back to the table and keep going. The crawfish is delivered at 9 a.m. to our home. How'd you swing that?
0: Our crawfish people are also the same people that have our housekeeper business um okay, so and I've got three, we're friendly yeah. and they matched their schedule and
1: So your dad has lent us three big coolers <laughs> to transfer the crawfish in sacks to the farm. Mm-hmm. bag of ice in each one. Now you mentioned last week that your dad had built a new purging apparatus. Yes.
0: He was very excited about this whole contraption, by the way. Oh, it took us
1: a while, and he's got a modification or two that he's seen that needs to happen, but I mean, it worked like a charm. Because the crawfish are pulled from the mud, they are called mud bugs, all that mud and water you need to get off of them and out of them. So it's just circulating clean water. So I'm out at the farm one of the days that I'm out there.
0: I'm working on something. And he comes over, and he's like, look at my video. And he shows me his video. And I go, oh, that's cool. Oh, man, I bet I could wash my lettuce with that thing. He's like, yeah, I was thinking you could wash your lettuce with that. And I kind of look away. I'm wrapping up the hose and I'm digging in the dirt. I'm working, right? And he goes like this. You didn't finish watching my video.
1: <laughs>
0: he was so proud of his video. I love it. I love, I love the whole screen era that we're in, in that the generations are so interesting to watch and how they're interacting with this whole online movement. My it's mom fun. found
1: a rat emoji with hearts in its eyes, and <laughs> everyone's getting it all day long. <laughs> and you filled your boiler with water. You've dumped in some seasonings. Mm -hmm. That you purchase for a boil like this Mm -hmm. And then I cut those onions Oranges and garlic cloves in half Filled that up with it Then when the water's good and boiling You dump your crawfish in You bring it back up to a boil They boil for a few minutes You turn it off And then they soak And the longer they soak The more spicy they are you know, that first batch was a little more spicy, I think, than it, everyone was ready for.
0: They were good, though. They were really good. Yeah, we liked so then, them. <laughs> it, 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 you repeat that three, yeah. you
1: know, all three times, and there is your crawfish portion of the boil.
0: I saw people sitting there eating crawfish yeah. for a real long time. Like the well, There real, was more well, crawfish than us. we needed, <laughs> and it
1: went, and it went, and it went. I... And, of course, we had overcooked, and there was much more food than we needed. But here's what happens at the end of the night when everyone leaves. You've got to do something with those crawfish, and we don't want to throw them away.
0: Oh, I knew it was coming, so I sat there while everybody else was just chilling out and talking and was just shucking crawfish, shucking crawfish after about an hour of me still doing it I was like um anybody else gonna help me at this cause
1: it's gonna take me a really long time so now in our freezer (laughs) are six cups of crawfish tails I
0: am so excited I want crawfish
1: chowder coming soon I want crawfish
0: omelets coming soon and jambalaya coming soon that's what I want okay and we can't forget to mention that a good friend of ours made a cake I ordered her to make I ordered her to make a cake for me (laughs) I asked a friend who bakes cakes if she would make a cake for us. Yeah. I said, "Can you make a carrot cake with our carrots?" And she said, "Absolutely." Cream cheese carrot cake, homemade, special ordered, and was like, "Dad, this is made with my carrots and my eggs." And my dad said, "Ew, gross." <laughs> That cake got rave reviews. Fantastic! I can't say anything about it because I did not get to eat a bite of it because I can't eat the flour.
1: I ate two bites of
0: it. I don't even want to play with it anymore, you guys. But I will tell you that if it got this kind of rave review from that room, that you're going to want to know who made that cake. If you live in the Corpus Christi area, you'll have to message me for that.
1: Do you know what the best thing about a party of your folks is? They don't like leftovers. So we brought it all home. <laughs>
0: My mom likes to be done when it's over. Including
1: yeah. a bag of fried fish. Mm-hmm. And I knew it would just sit in the refrigerator until we figured it out.
0: Well, I had already been noshing on. I'm a cold fried food eater. So I was eating like some fried venison that you'd made from the night before.
1: Mm-hmm. I did a fry night.
0: All the fried things. We
1: went to the farmer's market together. And while there, there were beautiful bags of spinach. Mm -hmm. And you you said, let's get some spinach because I don't have a lot of spinach right now. Yeah. I thought about it for a second. and I said, I'm making sog paneer. Mm -hmm. You said, go for it. We bought two bags of spinach because you need a lot of spinach for your sog paneer. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I've made sog paneer before. I've done it in the instant pot. I've done it on the stovetop. That was the best sog paneer I've ever made.
0: That was really good. I liked it. It wasn't creamy as I like it. But it was, the flavor was right. So now it's just, you need to like learn the creamy proportion part. Oh,
1: I needed to have added more yogurt. Right. Yeah. I'm going to send this recipe Uh to Savannah's best friend's mother. Uh And I'm going to say, I am not asking you for your recipe. But does this recipe seem legit, seem authentic? Mm -hmm. Because that's really what I want. Yeah. I want restaurant level sog paneer.
0: I like it when it's super fresh, the right flavoring. But then I also like it creamy, like good cream spinach. Yeah. Like, I wonder if you got bigger leafed spinach, like really big leaf spinach, because I've been to some places where it was not so blended up.
1: Oh, I blended the hell out of it. Okay. You take your spinach and you process it in the processor. Mm-hmm. I have done this before and felt that the leaves were still too large. So I thought this time, let me just see what happens. Here's the instruction. Take your spinach and then puree in a food processor until smooth. That's what I went for. Oh, it was good. Like, don't get me wrong. Paneer is a type of cheese. Yeah, it's
0: just a basic farm cheese. Mm -hmm.
1: I have found the grocery store that I can get it at locally. Mm -hmm. can't get it at all of the grocery stores. You cube it and soak it in oil that has turmeric, cayenne salt, (laughs) <laughs> After you've fried your cheese that's been marinating, you just do that for a few minutes to get one side of it brown, and then you set it on a plate. Then in the same thing that now has turmeric and chili and cayenne in it, you take your onion, garlic, ginger, and chilies. I just used some of the hot peppers that you grew. I didn't even look, look at what me. they were. And you... Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I was doing a little dance. Y'all didn't get to see it.
1: <laughs> and you're sautéing them for like 15 minutes. This recipe says you want it to be toffee colored. Mm-hmm. Then you add your garam masala. Did I say it right? Garam masala? Coriander and cumin and a little water if you need to. And then you cook that for a few minutes. Then you add your spinach. Cook it for five minutes. Then you cook it with the lid on after you've added your yogurt. I think you're right. I needed to have added more yogurt. I just followed the recipe this first time.
0: It didn't call for ghee?
1: Ghee was not in the recipe, no.
0: I was curious if ghee is a standard in Indian food or which like dishes. Any dish
1: where you use an oil? Right. Hmm.
0: It's their seasoned butter, basically. Learning seasoned oil, Learning as we go. Oil, as we go.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've got some in the fridge. I keep it in there. That's one of our staples. <laughs>
0: There, That's their season. Is that like an appropriate way? Is that an offensive way to say something? Their? Yeah.
1: When their? I think of the people of India, their primary spice blend is garam, garam masala. Yeah, seems right.
0: Okay. I'm so... Like, Are you? It's hard to know what's appropriate anymore. We don't have to go there, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, please, let's not. <laughs> Having the conversation out loud is when you start to offend people.
0: Is hold it? Hold. Is it? No, because you would be told if you don't have the conversation out loud, then you're not doing the right Two thing either. Pe-
1: Let me say it again. Two people trying to figure out if what they're saying is offensive is where many offensive things can be said.
0: I'm not sure I even understand what
1: you just said. I think all of this is getting cut. <laughs> then you add your paneer, put the lid on and cook it for a few more minutes.
0: I'm on my way home from the farm again, and I know that he's already got the sock paneer on plan. But I know that the amount of spinach he has, that that's not enough to feed three or four of us, whoever, depending on which kids are here, right? So my suggestion is, hey, what could we do to repurpose that fried fish? And I mentioned Krabby Patties, which technically a Krabby Patty was actually, I think, just a regular hamburger patty. That might be an unanswered question, by the way. Could you look up Krabby Patty? What is actually a Krabby Patty? In
1: SpongeBob, (laughs) when you order a Krabby Patty, what are you getting? Correct. I have seen Squidward in there doing something. Uh-huh. I should know what the answer is, of course.
0: I think it's a hamburger, like a like a beef burger is the but idea. But he's
1: Mr. Krabs, so that's the Krabby Patty.
0: Right. But anyways, it's I'm his saying- his namesake. You should make us a Krabby Patty. Okay. And you're smart enough to know what I mean when I say well, that. I know exactly what you mean,
1: because one of the things that my mom made, and it flooded back to me when you said Krabby Patty, was salmon croquettes, she called them. Mm. And it was that honey boy can of salmon. Uh-huh. I made this in college a lot. Dumped into a bowl. And then you got to be careful when you open it because the vertebrae sometimes is in there. You It just literally comes off with your fingers. You're just looking for bones.
0: I'm glad we don't eat canned fish anymore. Then
1: saltine crackers. Then an egg. And then maybe some onion powder. You know, who knows? Uh-huh. What I did here. Oh, and then you fry that. Uh-huh. So what I did here was... I didn't even look at this up. I was so proud of myself. Ooh. I took with my hands and shredded all of these chunks of fried fish. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking to myself, I know your dad used a cornmeal to fry them. Yep. So there's the cornmeals already there. Yep. Then I had a little sub thought, does frying the cornmeal un cornmeal it in any kind of capacity? Where <laughs> what I needed to do, which is be the binding you know, be the binder with the egg. Uh-huh. Cracked a few eggs in there and just smooshing it with my hands to try to find that uh-huh. consistency. So the cornmeal, I'm thinking, will bind with the eggs to keep it together. Uh-huh. And then I saw those scallions, and I just cut it up into the green and threw all of that in there. Salt, pepper, your salt, pepper. Mm-hmm. You made Krabby Patties. I made Krabby Patties. But there was no crab involved. No, but we called them Krabby Patties. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, okay, hey, Krabby Patties, Sog Paneer, this is a fine J-Hack meal. Nothing too, too fancy. And I get a text.
0: Can I go hang out with my friend so-and-so? And And I say, yes, you can, but we want to have dinner together tonight. We want dinner at the table. She actually hasn't been at the dinner table much lately. She's been pretty busy with all her extracurricular things. A few seconds later, can my friend come to dinner? And I said, of course, never even thinking twice about it, right? The next thing I say is, Joe, FYI, Lily's friend's coming to dinner. Mm Mm-hmm. So he gets here, and we're chit-chatting about movies, and we're talking. You're in the kitchen cooking. You weren't getting involved in this conversation. So I ask him, I go, well, what kind of food do you like to eat? And Lily goes, oh, he's really picky. (laughs) And I go, Lily, did you tell him we're having sog paneer and fried fish patties? What a weird dinner to invite your friend to. And he goes, what's sog
1: paneer? (laughs) Uh, have you ever had indian food no, no. okay Do well here's like a bowl fish? of cream spinach no. and here's fish you don't like
0: <laughs> he actually seemed to i mean he was a very polite if nothing else
1: on his plate was a pitiful i didn't have ketchup ketchup was, there was on no the list tartar sauce there was no for tartar the... sauce I, we don't need that but yeah you have a guest over i'm thinking i don't even care if it's a kid we're cooking, you know. We're serving the so, dinner
0: table talk chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it
1: needs to be <laughs> exceptional. We didn't have salad. We didn't have rice. We didn't have naan. He went back for seconds on the fish patty. He did. Yeah, I, I'm gonna get another one. If that's okay. He did. I remember going to oh, this is my girlfriend, girlfriend, which is not the case here. No. I went to my girlfriend's house and her dad had made meatloaf. This mm-hmm. is high school. In high school, mm-hmm. same age area. And I did put on this like. Of course I'd like seconds, Mr. So-and-so. <laughs> I love meatloaf, you know. <laughs> so there might have been a little piece of that, but the sog paneer was a hard no.
0: Yeah, he tried it, and I was like, mm, and then didn't eat anymore.
1: You eat your vegetables in this house, damn it.
0: They were fun, though. They they hung around and chatted. Yeah. Like, they wanted to talk. That I, I asked Lily, I go, so what's going on? She goes, I don't know. And I go, well, when you know, will you tell me? Because I'd like to know. <laughs>
1: I love it when kids come over and I love it that they know that. I love it that our house is the
0: house that you can come, you can hang, you can be yourself. And I told him when I sat down to the dinner table, knowing that this was like kind of the weirdest thing that we could have served. Like if you're not interested in eating, you can just hang out with us. That's perfectly fine. You just give him an out. Yeah. And Here's then we, a few
1: bucks, son. We, hey, get yourself a water burger. About 19 ingredients and them french fries.
0: We eat hamburgers and we eat tacos. Sure. And, you know, trying to pull out of them kind of like, well, what do you like to eat? You know, I started listing things off and I named Caldo. Uh-huh. This is kind of
1: yeah. back to last week. That kid knows Caldo.
0: No. I said, and just the other night we made this beautiful well, Caldo. I, did, I didn't
1: either. I didn't
0: exactly. Know. Exactly. And Lily goes how do you not know what caldo is you're from south texas it was almost the same response i gave you like uh-huh. how do you not that's a weird bubble to be mm-hmm. in in south texas
1: <laughs> like, yeah well next time is gonna be taco night taco night everyone loves tacos
0: yeah, tacos and now it's time for you're
1: gonna ask me a question i don't know what you're asking ready ready
0: which non-politician okay would make the best president
1: <sighs> which person who's not in politics would make the best president? It's Kanye. I mean, he ran he <laughs> ran and lost. I mean <laughs>
0: I thought you were gonna say Wu Tang. <laughs> <ain't> <laughs> f- forever.
1: Um, God, what a weird question to answer because I'm already like dialing in the political affiliations that I know, the partisan affiliations, so that when I say a name there's no, but that guy's a this, and that's the wrong thing to be. But I think that the largest issue in America right now is division, partisan-based division. Mm-hmm. And you're going to need a uniter. And, you know, half the country is not, not on the right team and vice versa. And it's, what, what, is, what a system when for the rest of eternity, 50% of the people are going to be against you. What a system. You know, what are we talking about? Okay, um, so Tom Hanks slipped to mind, because everyone loves Tom Hanks. But Do you I know, know that-
0: Tom Hanks' politics, of though? Of course,
1: of course. He's uh, uh, going to lean more on what people would say liberal on this two-sided spectrum that we're talking about, or Democrat, or whatever. I'm going to kick
0: your ass on this
1: question. You got a good one? Oh, I got a good one. Okay kick my ass okay, go ahead because I'm not coming up with anything it's not even like a hey, I don't want to offend anybody because I'm kind of over that on this show all right all right all right Matthew McConaughey hell yeah buddy that's my president right there I read an article that he is and you know what this means someone heard something from someone 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 and now he's saying I he's running for it. governor
0: ooh yeah ooh that makes me get heart beating my panties <laughs> <laughs>
1: Two people trying to figure out if what they're saying is offensive. Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Dinner Table Talks. We will be back next Monday with a fresh episode. In the meantime,
0: hit us up on social media, send us an email, DM us, whatever. We want to hear from you.
1: And we hope that you're enjoying the episodes as much as we enjoy creating them for you.